Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shur Malafiomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachet there. Ovin Dafayin Chet Amud Bet. At the next Mishnah, Charitz B'Shebein Shtei Chatzerot. Let's say that instead of a wall, you have a ditch that goes between two Chatzerot. Amok Asra Barachav Arba. The classic dimensions. They may not join together. That ditch, which is ten deep and four wide, or bigger, uh, separates them. Even if he filled them up, or or it was filled up with straw or hay, it's still separate. If he filled it with dirt or pebbles, then then by definition they're brought together. It's one single chatzer, there's no wall between them, and they must join. Let's say that you had the chasm not filled in, but you put a board across, which was four tfachim wide. Or you have two balconies facing each other, and you put this board across. Then they have the option of joining together or being separate. If it's narrower than that, that's not a bridge, and therefore they must remain separate. Okay, the first question is, do you hold that straw does not provide a chatzitza, meaning that the straw should not be considered filled in and permanent in place and therefore make this ditch filled in and, and non-existent. We have the next Mishnah we'll see in the next podcast. If you have a straw pile between two chatzerot, that's a wall. You can't even join together if it's ten hundred high, which means this thing is considered to be in place and substantial. Therefore, if it's filling a ditch, that should mean the ditch doesn't exist anymore. Says, as far as it being a wall, everybody agrees that a straw wall is a straw wall is a wall until you take it down. But as far as to block something up and uh, make the the hole that's there non-existent, if you give up on it and say, I'm not going to take it from there, then it's chayetz. And that would only be true about dirt or pebbles that you're not going to move, but not straw or other animal food. And since the default is with Tevin that you're not going to be mevatel it, therefore it's not chotzitz. Okay, malay afar, what if it's filled with dirt? Even if you didn't stipulate that you're going to leave the dirt there? Vatnan, we have the Mishnah in uh, in Ohalot. Let's say you have a, a room, a house. And you fill the house with uh, straw or with pebbles. And you then say, I'm not going to move it from there. Batel, it's batel. Uh, and therefore the house is considered filled. It's no longer a house. And if there's a mate in there, it's now considered a kever satum. Bitlo in, lo bitlo lo. So you have to mvatel it, which means that dirt is not assumed to be batel to the place where it's at. Ravuna Mantana Olot Rabiosi he said, Yeah, so the author of Olot is Rabiosi, he holds that you have to stipulate with dirt. But Rabiosi, Ibchashvinale, that's not true. We heard the opposite uh, approach of Rabiosi. If you have straw there and you're not going to move it, then it's like the default of dirt, which is batel, which means dirt does not have to be stipulated. If you put dirt somewhere, but you intend to move it, then it's like the default of straw and not batel. In other words, with dirt, the default is that you're not going to move it. That the author of Eruvin is Rabiosi, <coughs> and that, that all alot is a different approach. 
there's no question here. Why are you challenging from a din of Tumat Mate and how we deal with the uh, status of dirt in the house to Shabbat and Eruvin? When it comes to Isur Shabbat, even if somebody has the money pouch and it's there, they're going to say, oh, leave it there. It's in place, and that way I filled in the area and I can carry. Not the same thing with Tuma, where it's really a question of, am I leaving that stuff in the house forever? He had a different kind of challenge. Why are you challenging from the rule of filling a house to a ditch? And he's comfortable saying Tuma and Shabbat may operate the same way. But a house and filling a ditch with dirt are not the same. A ditch is there to be filled in, so if you filled in with dirt, that's what it's there for. You're not, a house isn't waiting to be filled in. If you have stuff in the house, you're eventually going to take it out. So that's why unless you're mevatal it actively, it, uh, it uh, is not, it is not uh, in. Okay, the net end of the Mishnah said, If you put a board that's four wide, that's only if you put it widthwise across. But if you put it lengthwise, even any amount it is, because if you have a board going lengthwise, then your chasm is no longer four tfachim. If it was originally four tfachim exactly, it's now three or two, you know, or less. Right? Then Rava says, it's only if they, the, the balconies face each other, but not if they're zigzagging. In other words, they have to be really facing each other and put a board sort of as a passageway, and otherwise not. But by the way, if one is higher than the other, it doesn't work. That's only if there's three tfachim distance between them. But let's say that one is higher than the other by only a couple tfachim, then it's just considered to be like one long, crooked Zeus trot with the board connecting them. Okay, the next Mishnah, which I'm misrepresented, is coming in the next podcast, but it's here. Let's say I have a straw pile that we already saw that's ten tfachim high between two chatserot. That's a wall, and yeah, they're separate. Just like we had in the first Mishnah. In the second mission, so here each group can feed from the straw pile to their animals. Now, if as a result of that, or perhaps in a, in a different context, the straw wall got lower than ten tefachim, now they may not separate because there's no wall between them higher than uh, that's ten high, and therefore they have to join as one. Ravuna said that when the Mishnah said that you're allowed, each side is allowed to take straw and feed their animals, That's that he said that's only that you can allow the animals to go over there and eat, or maybe put it on the ground. But you can't put it into a basket and then put it to the trough. But what, you're allowed to let the animals stand there and eat? That you're allowed to bring your animal and stand him over grass. Why? Because pulling grass out of the ground is an isudoraita, you're going to be careful about that. There's no way in the world you're going to help him because you know it's an Isudoraita, and therefore you could let the animal stand there without concern. But you're not allowed to take that, take him and put him over the muktzah, for instance, where you put fruit to dry out. And because that Isur is Rabbanan, therefore you're going to forget or not pay much attention, and you'll feed him biadayim. So therefore, in our case, where the Isur would be Rabbanan, it should be the case that we don't allow the animal to stand there and eat because then you might come to feed him. 
So the kaim la ba'apa ve'azla ba'achla. The answer is that you're not leading him to the wall. He's standing there and it goes on its own. Uh, now, let's go in the opposite direction. You're not allowed to put the, uh, the teven into your own basket, uh, which is Rav Huna's halacha. Let's say you have a house with two chatserot. You filled it with straw. So the two separate chatserot now can't join. But each guy, each side can go to the, the tevin that's in the house and put it into their own basket and bring it out to the animals. Now, we'll take a look at the rest of this bright uh, later, but in the meantime, that's the point that seems to stand at odds with Rav Huna. Let's say that the Tevan now is lower than ten Tvachim. Now, neither one of them can carry because they made a separate Eruv, each separate Eruv in, and now they're joined. So, what's the fix? You lock your side of the house, and you mevatel your shoot to the other guy, who has servo mutar. Then you can't carry, but the other guy can carry, so at least one of you guys can carry. Similarly, if you have a pile of Tevin, it's between two Tchumim of Shabbat, meaning that each guy can go 2,000 amot right to the pile of uh, Tevin, and each one can eat from their side. Right, that's the hill. The point is that the Brighta teaches that each guy can put into his basket and feed. So the answer is Amri Bayit came on the Ika Tikra Kimifchad Minkar Alamilta. They said that here's a difference. When it's in a house and there's a roof, so therefore you see the distance between the top of the pile and the roof. When it gets lower than ten, you see it. And then you're going to, to be aware of it and you're going to stop because you know now that we don't have any, we don't have the the boundary anymore and we now are Asur. But here with the with the pile of Tevin out, that's the only thing that's there. There's no roof to measure it against. You won't necessarily notice when it gets less than 10. Therefore, when it's in a house, you can feed and put it into your basket and carry it yourself because you're going to see when it gets to less than 10. Out where the only thing there is the straw pile, you're not going to notice that. Therefore, we don't allow you to do it at all. Okay. This is back in the Breita. Ha'asarashari. So if the straw goes down to exactly 10, you're still allowed to carry each guy, because each group has made their own Eruv. Even though the pile is now much lower than the roof of the house. The roof of the house is uh, to 8 feet, and the wall here is, uh, the, what, uh, 2.5 feet, which is roughly uh, 10 Tfachim. So there's a big gap, but we say that's still considered Mechitza. So Mechitzot. So it sounds like mechitzot that don't reach the roof, as long as they're ten high, are called mechitzot. <coughs> so is that really the case? That's a discussion we had earlier. Abaye says we're talking about a very small shed that's 13 minus a smidgen. The tevin asaran, the tevin goes down to 10, which means it's levud to the top. You don't need that. You can have the house be ten, and the tevin goes down to seven and something. Still, there's levud, and there, even though there's not ten, <coughs> it's still considered valid mechitza. Why? Because levud. So he's talking about works because he said ten. So he he says that it has to be really ten or higher to work. According to him, it was seven. So why does it say ten? The answer is mitorat asara. 
doesn't mean 10 actual measured, but the rule of 10. The rule of 10 could be 7 and something plus Levud. Okay, but Levud will only work if the roof itself is within less than 3 Tvachim of the top. Okay, Shnehana Surin, still in the bright, that we said that if the wall now, the wall of straw in the house between the Chatserot gets lower than 10, both sides are Asur. Sounds like the status can change on Shabbat. Because <coughs> the assumption here is that you were feeding from this thing on Shabbat, and suddenly you hit below 10, and now it's Asur, which means your status has changed. It's as if these guys have joined your Chatzer on Shabbat, which is what happened by taking it down. No, Maybe we're talking about a case where if it happened to get lower before Shabbat started, then you're Asur, because you now have Diurin that have been there since before Shabbat that you didn't join in an Eruv. Ketzad, who oseh, what the bride to say, what do you do now? So tarti, what do you have to do both? Why do you have to lock your house and be mevatel? Either one should be okay. The answer is hachikamar, olu alpeto, omvatel rishuto. You're right, either one's okay. Perhaps you do need both. Why? Came into Dashpe, since you're so accustomed to carrying here, ati the titule. If you don't do both, then you're going to forget and you're going to carry. Now, who has serve a mutar? We said that if you're from Vatavashu to the other guy, you're Asur, he can carry. So Pshita, it's a no-brainer. So <coughs> we're trying to cover the case where if the other guy then swaps and says, okay, now I'll be Mavatal Marashu to you, then you can carry and I can't carry. And that's there to teach you that you cannot swap Bitul, which we've already seen the, that discussion. The end of the Brayta was the same rule applies. If you have a pile of straw between two Tchumei Shabbat, that each side can go and eat from their side, from the, from the straw, and, um, and that's still permissible. So Lot Pshita, it should be obvious that that's okay too, because if it's okay to do with the Mechitza, it should be okay here. You're not trend, uh, going further than your 2000 Amot. So Lot Pshita, this is only needed for Bekiva, there aren't Tchumen Doraita. Ma'udetayman Ligzor Doma'ate Lichlufi. Since Tchumen Doraita, now I'm concerned that this guy is going to take straw and walk on the other side, or vice versa, and violate Tchum. So Kamash Palan, that we're not concerned about that. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up with Kate Sad Mishtatfin Mavui in the next podcast. Meantime, we should have a wonderful day.